Hello, America. It's Monday. Today, there is a lot to cover. Today, the stock market is already down in the futures market 1,200 points. We may see the market stopped a couple of times, once, twice today. They already had to stop the futures from being sold. uh, And it's going to be an interesting ride. I have a lot of things to talk to you personally today to prepare you for what where we're headed and the worst thing you can do is panic the worst thing you can do quite honestly is to make this political in any way shape or form uh, and be very careful who you listen to now is the time you must have your credibility now is the time that you need to know the facts and not panic we will have our coronavirus, our economic virus, and all the other viruses on the plate today for you to be able to consume in an understandable way and share with your friends. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <sighs> so I got my Hustler mower over the weekend, and uh, it is fantastic, fantastic. I have a farm, and I've got about 12 acres uh, here in the Dallas area. And uh, mowing it, uh, not fun, not fun. The zero-turn uh, Hustler turf, the Hustler zero-turn is like, it's, they're the first people to make it. If you don't know what a zero-turn is, you know, when you come up to a corner, uh, you know, I have to, have to go in, and, you know, you push in, and then you pull back out, push in, and pull back out, and you have to make those corners. You save yourself so much time if you can just pivot. And so it's a riding lawnmower, if you will, uh, that can just pivot right there. And it saves a ton of time. And this thing is a beast. It's a hustler. If you are looking for uh, any kind of any kind of lawnmower, anything that you need to be able to do it commercially or you just you know, you're mowing the lawn yourself in front of your house. The lawnmower to have is a hustler. Please check them out now. They have them in all shapes and sizes. They have them. They have them from, you know, regular people all the way to, yeah, we're going to do a thousand acres. I mean, this is these are the people who invented it. They've been doing it for 50 years. They're rock solid. It's hustler. Go to hustlerturf.com. Check out all of the mowers. Hustlerturf.com. Click on the uh, radio offer button at the top of the right-hand corner and enter my name back in the box for warranty offer details. That's hustlerturf.com. Once you drive one, you'll thank me. It's hustlerturf.com. Welcome to the program. I want to talk to you personally today, and I need to start here. I would ask in all sincerity, and this isn't one of those things where you say, oh, yeah, I'll do that, and then you never do it. I'm asking that you would keep me and our staff in your prayers uh, every day for at least the next few weeks. Um, as I will talk to you about it um, here coming up on today's show, this is a show that you don't want to miss a single minute of. 
if you do have to go into work or your whatever, listen to it later on the podcast. Just go back and pick it up. Make sure you're listening to the podcast today. There's a lot of really important information and a lot of um, personal information that I want to share with you. And when I say personal, not about me, but I mean about us and you and things that will directly affect you. Uh, and if you're a longtime listener of this program, if you've been with us through 2008 and all of all of those crises, um, this is the time you need to start listening to the program. And I would ask for your prayers because I do not want to say anything um, that is coming from me. I want to be able to make sure that I know the difference between uh, the Lord's voice and my voice and not mix those two up uh, i am really torn inside and it's it is something i haven't felt before uh and that is uh i've always told you if you're a longtime listener of the program you do not want to be with me on the titanic because i am freaking out the entire trip to the iceberg but once we arrive at the iceberg the place i told you we were gonna hit i'm told i told you the minute we hit the iceberg, uh, you want me on the ship because I'm going to find the band. I'm going to find the lifeboats. I'm going to help organize. I'm going to keep everybody fine until they're all on the boats. Uh, and I'm really torn because intellectually, uh, I see over the horizon of what this actually means. And it's not the virus itself that concerns me. It is the economic and uh, global reset that I think is coming. And you're going to start seeing it today. Uh, and this story changes today. So I see all of this and I'm going to take you through it. But at the same time, I am fighting with myself because I feel like I need to tell you all of these things and you need to understand them so you can go out. But I am I'm hesitant to do it because the spiritual side of me is saying it's all OK. It's all OK. It's all OK. And that's usually only happens in my life through history. I mean, Stu's been working with me. Pat's been working with me for uh, 30 plus years. They know whenever things get dicey that's when i'm like it's all okay and that's the way i feel today i want you to know that um and listen carefully to what i am i'm telling you first of all uh our credibility your credibility your credibility with your family um our credibility on telling you things if we get something wrong we will admit it First, we will as soon as we find out, we will correct it and we'll lead with it because credibility is everything. Credibility with the media is so badly damaged right now, and they are only dogpiling. Do we happen to have the MSNBC audio? We just played it in the four minute buzz of how they were speculating that this could be the thing. This 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 could be the thing that takes Donald Trump out. Listen to what I consider, this is almost evil. 
on this what's happening. This may be Donald Trump's Katrina. Yeah, you can have to prepare because <laughs> my role in that. I mean, I, let, let, let's just lean into that for yeah. a minute. I mean, Katrina was the moment when all of the things that felt incredibly incompetent about the Bush presidency, the appointment of Harriet Myers to the Supreme Court, the botched attempt to pass Social Security privatization. I mean, okay, I, stop. I, you I don't need it. to even hear any more of this. What they're saying is this could be it. It wasn't Russia. No, we couldn't get him on Russia. We thought it would be Russia. Then we thought then we thought we could get him on the Supreme Court. It wasn't that. Then we thought we could get him on the on the women and we couldn't get that. Then 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 we thought we had him with that with that perfect phone call. And it wasn't that this this might be it. This might be it. This is so evil. We are at a time right now where all Americans are going to be afraid. All Americans are going to be worried. All Americans are going to be impacted, either economically or with actual health issues. I tell you now, somebody said to me this morning, they walked in and said, how are you feeling? I said, I'm feeling fine. What are you talking about? Oh, CPAC. Okay, if you don't know, just real quick. CPAC came out, I think it was on Friday, and said it looks like somebody that was there has now been confirmed has the coronavirus. Uh, they didn't know they had it at the time. They weren't in the main hall, but they did go to several sessions. Um, one of them, the one of the people that met this individual was uh, was Ted Cruz. And I said, I'm fine. I'm fine. When I heard this, everybody was freaking out. Glenn, did you are how are you feeling? I'm fine. <laughs> Look, we're all going to get this at some point. We're all going to get this. They are saying anywhere between a 40 and 70 percent uh, total of the globe population is going to have this. Now, you add this for a year, for five years, because this isn't going away. It's going to change. We're going to have a vaccine, but we're all going to get this. Children are not affected by this. They may get it, but no child under 18 has died. The median age for being affected, really seriously impacted, is 60. And that means you got to go to the hospital. It's a flu-like kind of illness for the vast majority of people. The median median age of death is 80. Now, I have many friends and family members who are 80. I don't want any of them dying. This could cull a large number of people. I'm in the danger zone myself. I'm 56. I'm approaching that median age of having to go to a hospital if you get it. I also have an autoimmune disorder. That doesn't bode well for me. But we're all going to make it. And yes, we'll lose some people along the way, but this is not the bubonic plague. This is just a very nasty virus, and we will find a way through it. What you must pay attention to is the simple things. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. By the way, Marissa said, do you know we touch our face? How many times a, a minute? Like it ten, three to five times. To five times. To okay, according to the movie Contagious. Well, there's another <laughs> thing that I that I saw uh, just last week where they're like, "Don't touch your face." You touch your you touch your face. I, I don't remember. It was some crazy amount that you touch your face every. 
I <sighs> wash your hands. Okay, wash your hands. Don't pick your nose. How all the things that we learned when we were five <laughs> do those things. All right. Start distancing yourself from people. Um, and, you know, for instance, Easter. Uh, no relatives are coming over for Easter unless they live right around us. But s- just stay in your own circle. I'll tell you what we're doing here is a business that you need to be aware of and you should be doing if your business. But there are other things that you have to prepare for. The thing that you must prepare for right now is a financial impact. We lost in 2008. We lost about a quarter of a trillion dollars in that year uh, in GDP. A quarter of a trillion dollars is what uh, is how we were impacted. This the estimates are around a trillion dollars. So uh, a lot more of an impact is coming on the economy. And I want to explain that to you so you understand and so that you can tell your friends because the Democrats uh, and, and I'm not saying that the Democrats are different. If it was reversed, I'm sure the Republicans would be doing it, too. But the press is no longer free. The press is in the bag for the Democrats. So they are doing the bidding of the Democrats, and it's extraordinarily dangerous. You need to understand what's coming with our economy, and I'll go there in one minute. Jenny, she lives in Texas. I've talked about it on the on the show a few times before. Texans have, uh, well, we make different kind of people. They're tougher. Jenny's tough. She survived being hit by a car, and she was out walking around about a year ago. Uh, she was injured, and uh, her lower back and her legs, she was in tremendous pain. But she survived. Now, over the course of the past year, she just, you know, you kind of get to that point where you're like, is it, was it worth surviving this? Jenny finally discovered Relief Factor, and I'm so glad, Jenny, that you did. She started to take it, see if it was help. She said within a few weeks of trying um, her lower back, the pain began to melt away. She found that her range of motion had begun to return. She got her life back. It's worth living again. Please, if you have pain, please just try this. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes the pain in our body. 70% of the people who start taking it go on to purchase more. It's $19.95 for a three-week quick start trial. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let me, I want to spend some time breaking down the economy and then we'll go through what, what is also coming with the virus today. Let's look at just a single conference. Let's say it's South by Southwest. Okay. A single conference where people have bought their tickets, they've got the airline, everything else. Thousands of people are coming. Each of those presenters, each of those companies that put on conferences like this have put millions of dollars into it. Conferences aren't cheap. 
Now, they cancel. Let Spiderweb out, because this is the part that you really need to understand. We must start to self-quarantine and not get sick, and I'll explain why that is so important. And it's not because we're all going to die. It's not because of that. There's another reason. I'm going to go into this on Wednesday, on our Wednesday night special. It's critical that you understand what is happening and why we're having to quarantine ourselves. Now, Spiderweb, just the, we can't go to a conference, just this one. The loss of revenue for the airlines that would have flown them. The Ubers that would have shuttled everybody around, the hotels that would have housed them, the cleaning staff, the restaurants, the stores. Then back to the conference. How about the shipping companies, the facility providers, the catering, the staffing, the local rental companies, the the sound and lights, the security, all of the Ubers that would have taken those people around. That's not even counting the tax revenue that is now lost by the city. Think of that one conference and the impact that that one conference has. Now think you're Milan. You've now had to cancel your fashion week. You're New York and you have to cancel all the things that were happening at the convention center. You're Columbus, Ohio. You have to do the same thing. There are millions of these things that are quickly going to be canceled and are going to be part of our new normal. The reason why it took us so long to cancel our cruise, everybody was like, we got to cancel that. We got to cancel that. And I kept saying, relax. The answer is going to become very clear. Over the weekend, we canceled last week. Um, listen to all of the details. Please do not take any of the details I'm giving you here. Um, you can get them all from Cruise Builder if you were if you were on that cruise. We're going to reschedule, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But just this weekend, the State Department came out and said you shouldn't be on a cruise. Okay, nobody wants to cancel these things because you don't a want to panic. You also b uh, uh, don't want to be on the cutting edge of freaking out so everybody freaks out. At the same time, you also don't want to be the one who's sending people on to a ship or to a convention and somebody gets sick. I feel bad for the people at CPAC. They're taking a beating right now. Nobody knew they had it. Why, why is anyone beating up CPAC? You know, I went, Stu went, we talked about it. Coronavirus is going to be there. It's going to be there. It's everywhere. Okay? It's everywhere. It's nobody's fault. Stop thinking that way. All right. So this is where things begin to hit the stock market. Now, how much is this costing you personally? Do you want to look at your 401k? Because I can guarantee your 401k is down. The stock market hasn't even opened yet. It opens in five minutes and it's down 1,255. 1,200 points and it's not even open. And we're at the beginning of this. People don't understand what's coming. So do you get out of the stock market now? 
See, the problem is, where do you pick it up again? Where's bottom? Because this isn't bottom. So do you panic and get out now if you're already, if, you've, if you're still in, how much have you lost? You've lost today at the opening bell, you will lose another 5%. So where's the bottom? And how fast does this turn around? Because it all turns around the minute a vaccine is found and we can immunize people. We're still going to have bumps in the road because of all of the things that have already been canceled. But it all turns around. We tend as Americans to do the stupid thing. We buy Bitcoin when it's high. We buy stocks when they're high we buy houses when they're high we don't buy things when they're they're low that's when you're supposed to buy things there's a a normalcy bias uh that that happens so now what do we do what's coming our way what are the opportunities and what are the real costs that are coming How does this all play out in your life? Coming up in just a couple of minutes, stand by. You're listening to Glenn Beck. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You are going to, this is the prime time, prime time to be able to uh refi now as you will understand with the banking sector today banks are freaking out it's going to be harder to get a loan in the coming weeks and months that's why i encourage you to do this now because the rates are so low that you're going to and they're going to go lower you're going to be able to save thousands of dollars you could take a 30 year and and go to a 15 year and you'll be able to pay that thing off in half half the time and you're not going to be raising uh your uh your mortgage payment every month very much with interest rate rates the way they are currently please get out of those high interest debt credit cards and mortgages please call american financing do it today listen to me do it today go to americanfinancing.net 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 americanfinancing.net all the latest on this this week at blazetv.com. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll get 10 bucks off your subscription. It's blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. We are now looking uh, at the Dow down uh, 7.5%. It's the largest drop in stock market history. Uh, far as points, it is now 1884. Looks like they just shut the market off. Is that possible? The numbers have just stopped. Time is frozen. I know. Could be. <laughs> could be that. It's, it could be that. Is it a seven point drop? I thought it was a five. Five. Do we know? I believe it was. I thought you said it was seven point drop. Uh, Mercer, who's in okay, here, was so looking at they, this, reading this to a seven point. I think at seven percent, they, they stopped. Trading for 15 minutes, I believe. Um, if it goes down to 13%, they stop it for another 15 minutes. If it goes down 20%, they, they close, it for, close the it for the day. That's the that's based on the S&P 500. We're All looking right. currently at the Dow, which is down 7.3%. 7.3% would be 
the if it's if it finished here would be the 13th biggest drop in history when it comes to percentage however as far as points go uh, it would be the biggest drop in history by about 50 percent I mean, the, the, the biggest points drop, don't count. I mean, remember, uh, we were at, uh, what, 11,000? Uh, there's a dramatic factor to that. And there's some psychological value, I think, yeah. to, the, to that uh, point. But uh, the biggest drop ever, you may remember this. It's, it's kind of, if you have like a really good uh, remembrance of history, you may remember this. Mm-hmm. It was from February 27th, 2020. Um, so I don't know if you can go back that far in your memory banks, but that was <laughs> 1,190 points. Coronavirus uh, loss, it was, it was coronavirus related. Um, yeah, so I mean, a part of this, you're right, is the fact that the market is up so much that these drops of seven percent are a lot higher in point value. That being said, you still there's a psychological. I mean, eighteen hundred points in it's, the market's been open in how many? It was five. It was yeah. it was under five minutes they closed it. Yeah, so seven percent for level one, level two, level three. It's seven, thirteen, and twenty. So decline 7%. They just stopped the market for 15 minutes. Let everybody catch their breath. Let some phone calls happen. <laughs> hey, hey, don't panic, everybody. Uh, then it, if it opens, if, it, if it's down 13%, um, then they close it for another 15 minutes. If it goes down 20, they close it for the day. Um, this, is, this is a wild ride. Uh, and the, the good news here is, is that if somebody announces a vaccine, this pops right back up. Um, it is some of this now is just freaking out. Anybody who is listening on, I got to get my 401k. That's a freak out. The numbers that have been coming and softening are twofold. One, there needed to be about a. 10 to 15 percent correction in the market we've been do that for a long time so maybe as high as 20 percent of the market that's a pretty high one but could have been just corrected because it needed to correct add on top of it what is what's feared coming our way because of the consequences of isolation global travel canceling everything all of that stuff because of that, um, you are you are looking at the Dow adding to that correction. This now is panic, and it's stupid. Yeah, I think this is the thing that I keep trying to talk people through when they ask me about this, because this is, of course, something that now, I, I don't know about you, Glenn, I was being constantly, every time you go out to uh, any gathering with people, you're asked constantly about, Who's going to win the election? What's the election yeah, going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That switched to coronavirus over the past week or two. Yeah. And one of the things that people, I think, get freaked out about is not it's it's not the health effects necessarily that are the thing to be worried about. You can really make a leg- legitimately easy logical case that it the health scare is overblown. Yes. With this. The issue is the other side of it, which is the panic that is tied to that. And the panic and the steps that need to be taken by governments all around the world when it comes to um, breaking up uh, supply chains and things like that create a legitimate and real financial problem 
which lists which I you know not only leads to major problems when it comes to your 401k and uh, you know your potential job status and orders coming into your business and all of these things, but also has a massive political effect as well. You know, I mean, one of the strengths that the, that the Trump presidency is hanging on here with with its you know you know I think it being a slight favorite right now, uh, Trump for being reelected is based on he has a very high approval rating when it comes to the economy. Now, look, a virus is not something that that is you can do anything about when you're president of the United States. You can't go in there and he's not going in there and curing uh, viruses Mm -hmm. and coming up with vaccines himself. That being said, the perception of people, if there's any perception that anything has gone wrong, that the president could have done better, which the media will do everything it it can to to do will and it will and it will. Right. And, and when that does happen, he'll get blamed there. And I mean, this is why I was so nervous about Sanders beating yes. Biden. And I'm less nervous about that now. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But this is, you know, you don't want Bernie Sanders being the only other alternative when something like this is going on. It's something that's completely out of control of the presidency. Yeah. And we and put if that you on get, such a pedestal. Here's the, that. here's the scary thing. You're looking at the president of the United States being either a socialist or a guy who really is struggling to keep his own mental yeah. facilities. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, scary too. so you, I, I don't see us tra- changing horses unless the, uh, unless the president is not on top of it, which I believe they are. Mike Pence is on top of it. Remember, when you watch the president, the president's job is to keep calm. It is to promote domestic tranquility, especially in times of trouble. That's what the fireside chats were about, to promote domestic tranquility. The worst thing the president can do is to send a message not only to you, but to the rest of the world. We're panicked. We're freaking out. There's a reason. His job is to say nothing to worry about and we've got it taken care of. Mike Pence is the one you should be listening to on this. The president's job right now is to just make sure that everybody feels normal and safe and no panic. Mike's job is to tell you all of the facts and make sure the government is running its most efficient way. But you have to understand Mistakes are going to be made like crazy. We've never been through this before. We've never been through this before. And anyone thinks that we're going to come out of this unscathed. The reason why the market is panicking is not because of the coronavirus. It's because the world for the very first time said quarantine. Shut down cities. Over the weekend, Italy shut half of its population and said, don't get in your car and drive. Don't get on a train. Don't get on a plane. Not in a box. Not with a fox. You're not moving. Half of the population. Tell me, historians in the audience, when's the last time you ever saw that happen? Because I can't recall it. When you are closing borders, not in one country, but in multiple countries, we don't, you know, we can't have a closed border. We shouldn't have border security. Look at what they're doing all over the world. They're closing their borders. 
when these things happen, we are trying now, the world is trying now to stop the spread of this. And the reason why they're saying everyone stay home is not because we're all going to die, but because we can't have the stress on the medical facilities. Stay home. Don't get sick. A virus is coming. A vaccine is also coming. But in the meantime, everyone who has the sniffles, everyone who has a fever, if you are in danger of not being able to breathe, if you have other complications, if you are over 60, you have reason to be concerned. If you have other complications and you're anywhere in your 70s and 80s, you have real concerns. Everyone else, please don't clog the hospitals. Please don't freak out. We don't want to spread this because we don't want to hurt the elderly population. But think of think of what's going to happen in our health communities. You're going to work at a nursing home. It's a job for you. Yeah, you're a nurse and yeah, you wanted to do this, but it's still a job for you. You going to work? Are you going to work? Because you know those patients are going to get it and if they get it, they die. Are you going to work? Hopefully the answer is yes. But we're going to lose some people just in nursing just because they don't want to get sick. We're going to lose people who are first responders because they don't want to get sick. Then we're going to have to double up on those people that do remain and they are going to get sick. And one of the reasons why they are going to get sick is because everybody bought the N95 mask. Those first responders need them. You don't. Don't believe this bullcrap that they don't work. Of course they work. Why do you think they're saying we, the hospitals need them? Because the hospitals like it as a fashion statement? <laughs> they work. You just don't need them if you stay home. So all of this is designed to stop the stress on the medical community because we can't have 30% of our doctors and our nurses sick or out of play because then the whole thing collapses. And it's not because it's capitalist. It would already be gone if it was socialist. If Bernie Sanders had his way, you would already be having all kinds of shortages I want to show you what you need to know about your own business and your own economic future and how you need to start preparing here in a few minutes. If you if you're going if you're going to miss any of this show today, go and get it on a podcast. You can get it at iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe and get this podcast um, and be be very well informed. All of the information we will share with you today, I'm going to post at glenbeck.com as well. I want to tell you about just the effects and how it's going to impact you, your business, your community, especially small businesses. I'm going to show you things that you should do. We'll do that here coming up in just a few minutes as the Dow begins to open up. 
in uh, just a few minutes. Dow has been, the stock market has been closed temporarily for 15 minutes. So have you ever been out with your best gal at a skating rink? And just as wind beneath my wings gets that really emotional that. part. Yes. Oh, it's so great. When I'm skating, oh, I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. The big swell of emotion comes up. You get cocky, you try to pull off some crazy move, and then you kind of accidentally clothesline her and send her tail first towards the hard wooden floor. I, you know, it's not, it's not great. Uh, it's embarrassing. Maybe not as embarrassing, though, as having to talk to your doctor about ED. With Roman, you don't have to worry about all of that face-to-face stuff because you can get a free online evaluation and, go, and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Uh, the whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. To get started, just go to getroman.com slash back and complete an, uh, complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but that was before Roman came on the scene. Complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beck and get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. It's GetRoman.com slash Beck for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, the stock market is uh, open again. It is still going down. It's now at 1,900 uh, points, lost 7.5% uh, loss. Its next stop is at 13% if it goes there. Um, it seems to have taken a, a breath, but we'll, we'll watch. Um, this is not so, you know, this is not about the stock market. I mean, if you're looking as an investor, Costco, Amazon, they're still going down. I don't know why, but short term Costco, Amazon will will go up. You want an investment? How about Clorox? Clorox, if what what is it? Um, how many of half the products on the CDC list of must haves are made by Clorox? Clorox. Another one is Zoom. Um, they make telecom tools for meetings. Uh, there's one. That stock has nearly doubled uh, since December. Uh, look for <laughs> things like that. But I, this is not about the the um, the stock market. This is about you. And especially small businesses. And this is where the president needs to be laser focused because the it is the small businessman that is going to be hurt. The the big banks, they're going to get they're going to get their money. They're going to be bailed out. But what about the small businessman? And uh, at the top of the hour, I'm going to go through just one business, just one business. And how that economic impact. And it's a business I'll bet you 80% of this audience uses every day. And just this one business, small business, how it's going to be impacted. Then I would need you to extrapolate that to how does that work in my life? By the way, it looks like that little pause has helped. Uh, we've only lost 7%, so it is going at least temporarily at the right direction 
If it hits 13%, they'll they'll stop the market again. A 20% drop, they'll close the market for the day. So it seems to be the system that was put in after 2008 seems to be working uh, to slow down people's panic. More in a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Stu, do you ever did you ever have a problem with your um your hair? Did you ever have a problem with my hair? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it looks spectacular. No, I mean losing your hair. Did you ever go through that period where you're like, oh dear God? I'm yeah, yeah. I think every guy goes through that at some point. You're just worried every time you see a hair. You know that's in the drain. You get that right. worry. <laughs> right. It's the it's worst. All falling out tomorrow. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, look, guys freak out about every hair that is lost and then you don't go to the doctor because you're just not going to make time for the doctor and you're not going to go and with keeps.com keeps k-e-e-p-s.com all you have to do is take a couple of pictures of your hair uh where you're losing it it'll go to a doctor he'll look at the pictures you answer a few questions then he prescribes something it's all done online you don't have to go to the doctor you get the best stuff that is out there the right recommendation for you uh, it all is confidential, yada, yada, yada. It's at keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com. Uh, go there and make sure you uh, you use keeps.com slash save, and you're going to save a buttload of money. What is it? I think it's 50% or something like that. You're going to save a lot of money on your first prescription at keeps.com slash save. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. The coronavirus. It is not about the virus as much as it is about the spreading of fear, the protecting of the medical community, and the one that's really going to impact all of us, your cup of coffee at Starbucks. I'm going to show you how your cup of coffee at Starbucks is going to radically change because of the coronavirus and how it actually will affect you and everybody else who buys a cup of coffee every day at the Starbucks or the Dunkin' Donuts in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I have to tell you, my dog has completely changed. Uno is the happiest he's ever been. I mean, first thing that happened was uh, the the forced marriage that we have, we forced him into with uh, Ella, who was wicked, uh, it made him miserable, and he was not happy. And then we changed his food, and that changed a great deal. Then we did Vitasmart. We did Rough Greens. We added this. This is not a dog food. It's what you put in it, and he has completely changed we were just talking about it yesterday looking at him and seeing him i've never seen him wag his tail so much ever i've never seen him so active as he is right now he's seven we got him at three he's more active now than he was at three he's a different dog and we have rough greens to thank this is one of the best things let me just make sure i'm yeah this is the best thing i think we've ever done for our dog Bar none. 
this has made a bigger change in him for the positive than anything else we've done, including, you know, the putting to sleep his his ex-wife. Uh, Rough Greens, 14-day jumpstart challenge right now, fourteen ninety-five. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. You will see a difference. The longer we've been giving this to him, the more changes we're seeing. I mean, I've been giving to him, I don't know, two, three months, and we're seeing even more changes today than we were originally. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, but you'll see a huge difference in 14 days. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, or just call them at 833-GLEN-33. Take care of your dog. Have him thrive, not just survive. 833-GLEN-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. On average, the average day in America, over 38 million people buy a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Okay? That's a lot of people. 38 million people buy a cup of coffee every single day at Starbucks. Now, Starbucks is a big company, but that store is a franchise. Now, that's 10% of the population in the United States. Starbucks stores are mostly owned by private people. People, franchise, small business owners, they operate their store, but they they own it under a license agreement from Starbucks corporate. And the average Starbucks uh, franchise operates with a five to seven percent margin. Now, what what that means is after all of the operating costs, the supplies, the electricity, the employee salary, the taxes and everything else. That franchisee, that business owner of that local Starbucks is making about five to seven percent of money at the end of the month. Okay, that's their profit they take home every month after all of the costs are deducted from all of the sales. So to put it another way, to show you how little that margin is, and that's a normal margin, but to show you how little that is, the average Starbucks owner, the franchisee makes a profit based on only two days worth of operations every month. 28 days, all the sales go just to operating that place. Only two days of the month is that rich business owner actually making money. Okay? Now, imagine that today, and if it hasn't already gone out, it's going to go out to blaze employees today and to mercury employees you get an email from your hr manager maybe your ceo at work and you open it up today and it says due to the risk of coronavirus all employees are being asked to work from home for the next two weeks at least effective immediately have your laptop the internet is going to stay up You've already made your Costco run for your canned goods, your beans, your rice, plenty of toilet paper. In fact, too much toilet paper. What's the deal with the toilet paper, America? Anyway, you're all set. Kids are going to stay home from school. You update your Netflix and Disney Plus subscriptions, and you prepare yourself mentally for a two-week bug-in, a semi-quarantine at home. Local governments have not said anything about it yet, other than, you know, if you can, just stay off the streets. You know, don't have a big, uh, you know, block party. Uh, you know, just, just don't congregate in large groups. And as a responsible America, uh, we all look at each other and go, yeah, okay, that's reasonable. We'll do that. Let's go back to Starbucks for a second. Foot traffic 
is now almost ground to a halt because you're not going to work every morning. You're not you're not going into a store to buy coffee. You might go in there and buy the grounds so you can go and make it yourself, but you're not going into the store to do it. You're not standing in line. In local businesses that are heavily dependent on daily cash sales, all of a sudden, a rapid overnight and sudden decline has dramatic consequences. Operating costs of a store, they don't decline with foot traffic. If you have brick and mortar, it still costs you the same amount to run your daily business when the store is busy as it does when the store is empty. That's why you need that store to be packed all the time. Employee salaries, the electricity to keep the lights on, the rent, the insurance, the license fee to Starbucks corporate, the cost to brew the coffee, to bake the muffins. They all re- they're all the same. If you have a thousand customers or 10 customers. But let me go back to the original idea here that you're only making Money. You are only making money two days a month. So if you have just a two-week period with virtually no foot traffic, it's devastating to you because you still have to pay all those bills. So what do you do? Well, as a store owner, you start cutting back hours. You cut the, the shifts for employees. You might even lay some workers off. Move to skeleton crews if it's more than two weeks. The loss of work for hourly employees means they are not able to pay rent. They may not be able to make their student loan payment or their car payment. They can't make a credit card payment. Without ongoing sales coming in, the store owner has to dip into savings to cover the expenses. He has to sell stocks, bonds, anything to raise cash to try to stay afloat. But he's being hit by the stock market. He's already losing money. Think of all the things that you won't spend money on during your just two-week bug-in at home. No trips to the movie theater, who also have the same operating costs, whether or not the theater is full or empty. They still have to pay the salaries. They still have to pay licensing for showing the films, whether they're five people or 500. While quarantined at home, you're not stopping for gas. You're not buying Mountain Dew fountain drinks. That's your guilty pleasure on a Saturday morning while you're driving your kids to soccer practice. You're stopping at that 7-Eleven. More than six million small businesses in America are heavily reliant on that daily foot traffic. Customers walking into their store, making a cash purchase. Online orders via Amazon. It's going to have an uptick in the tens of millions. Because tens of millions of Americans and all over the world are going to be forced to be bugging in. Some restaurants might see orders via food delivery apps stay steady, but there are millions of businesses from laundromats to theaters to bars to Starbucks stores to convention centers to concerts. They rely on classic consumerism to stay afloat. None of this, you will notice, has anything to do with the president or Washington or anybody in the media. It has to do with basic economics. So this is the catastrophic butterfly effect of COVID-19. This is the thing that keeps me up over the last couple of weeks. The death we all get. We probably are going to lose some friends or grandparents or parents. We might 
we're going to all lose somebody we know. But it's not it's not a uh, it's not the Black Plague. It could be the Black Plague, and this is why the market is doing what it's doing today. A massive change in consumer behavior will have an outside outsized effect on different parts of the economy that rely on regular steady income. If you're not driving to work, you're not buying gas. You got that. But you're also not putting more miles on your car. You're not having the problems that might. So now your mechanics, everyone, everyone depends on everyone going to work. Six million businesses in America need that cash and that foot traffic every day. That's 78 million employees that fall into this category. This according to the Chamber of Commerce. If America is forced to shut down for any kind of self-isolation at home and spending shifts with 78 million people who are waiting for your phone call or your trip in, if that spending shifts online, the direct economic impact to small businesses, which is the backbone of our country, has lasting effects. Most businesses have 45 days of operating capital at any given time. A multi-week disruption has severe cascading effects Layoffs, loss in wages, stores will close, higher unemployment. All of these things are so far beyond politics because real people's pain. Everybody's going to talk about the stock market today. It's now down 1,400 points. It opened 5% down. It closed within the first six minutes and took a 15-minute breather. That hasn't happened in a while. Everyone's going to talk about that. You need to think about your one cup of coffee, wherever it is you buy it. You need to think about all the things that you do on the way to work. We are barely beginning to feel the effects of COVID-19. Many businesses in America, the economic contagion is going to be worse than the virus itself. Amazon, Netflix, Clorox, they're going to be fine. There's going to be pain on Wall Street today. But there's going to be a lot of pain on Wall Street, there already is, for people who have to sell stuff because they bought on margin again, like a dummy, like they didn't think this one through, and they didn't have the money. That's what happened in 2008. But the pain on Main Street is the one that's really going to be felt. And it was felt last time, and our big government bailed out all the big guys and forgot about Main Street. Main Street will not be ignored a second time. What you're seeing in Korea and China and Japan and Italy and even in Seattle are indicators that the localized shutdown of foot traffic due to COVID-19 is what we are really going to have to endure. This is where we need to see people and not numbers. The world of the cyber criminal grows in technological prowess every single day. 
Uh, but ransomware, I got your ransomware right here. Come and get it. Eh? You when ransom actually ransomware is probably sounds the salesman's more like this. So that so we got some little ransomware. Uh, you put on little girl's computer and everything is fine. Yeah. Uh, trouble. There are people that want to take what you have. It's important to understand how cybercrime is affecting our lives. Identity theft is serious. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds, and you could miss something if you're only monitoring your credit. Please secure your life. LifeLock. They'll detect a wide range of identity threats, your social security number for sale on the dark web. If there is a problem, the agents work to fix it. Now, Nobody can prevent all cyber threats or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock will see the threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BECK. Promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. I just, I'm sorry, but I, I'm riddled with ADD and I think a million things at the same time. And I just have to say this. Something really important is... Um, well, I just looked at the calendar. I was going to say we're going to do it in hour three, but we're not. We have to do our coronavirus health update then at, at the in 10 minutes. I'm going to share something that's really, really important. Anyway, 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code back. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Holy cow. What a day. What a day. What a difference a day makes in today's world, huh? So can we talk about politics here for a second? Because we have, is the vote tomorrow? There's a bunch of states that come up tomorrow, yes. Uh, Michigan being kind of the the big ticket uh, that everyone's talking about. Um, Michigan, if you remember, was a big surprise win for Bernie Sanders over Hillary. The last polls came in with you know, by uh, Bernie down something like 20 points, 25 points. And he wound up winning the state. And it was a big moment in that particular primary. So tomorrow we have uh, Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and Washington. Uh, Sanders won four of those six states back in 2016. Yeah, he's going to win Washington. Yeah, maybe. Uh, You don't think so? I think he probably Well, what do the polls look like? Um, What do the polls look like? It looks to be that he is... I mean, the polls look terrible for him at this very moment. Right. Uh, he is, His polling has completely fallen apart. Uh, you know, the who will win the primary now, as, as far as a majority of delegates, no contested convention. Biden now at 94% on 538. And that's because the polling looks so very good for, um, for Joe Biden. That is a relief to anybody who likes the free market um, because the president, they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him in the press on coronavirus. The president has to be as mistake free as possible. But let me give you this. Have you read anywhere about how Biden, Sanders, anybody in the Democrats that they're canceling their their rallies? No. Okay. Have you read or heard anywhere that the president is just being so irresponsible, yes. not canceling any of his rallies? Yes, I have heard that one. Uh, goose to gander, goose to gander, come in. Mm-hmm. What, what are you talking about? How come he's the only one getting slammed for this? Because they're going to do everything they can to make him look irresponsible. They actually were saying this proves he doesn't care about his uh, his people. Yeah. 
Are you kidding me? He's trying to give a, an air of calm. I mean, and, and he, I think he believes that the he believes like I do that the the medical part of this, the actual virus is the least of our worries in this. Yeah. You know, it's it's especially immediate, right? If you're yes. go, you have the issue of potentially being quarantined, if you were to leave country and come back in, you have the issue of massive economic disruption, which we're seeing obviously the last couple of weeks. Those are more pressing, pressing concerns. Pressing. You will see, though, of course, people are actually dying, they and that's, are that's dying. a true thing. I don't like it's so. I feel yeah. like I, I'm just going to say this. Maybe once a day, we'll say this. <laughs> This is not to diminish diminish the people who are dying, especially, I mean, I'm in the age group that is the most susceptible. 60 is the median age of where it starts to get dangerous for people, okay? So I'm 56, so I'm starting to approach that median age. I'm there. 80 is where, and I don't want to lose any 80 or we... I don't want to lose anybody in no. my life to this. Okay, so we all know that. Yeah. We all know that. But it's not the bubonic plague. It's just not. And it, it, what we're doing to try to make sure it doesn't spread so we don't uh, collapse our, our medical system before we even need them, that's what's really hurting us. And you've got to stay away from the press who, I mean, do you not get it yet? press do you real are you this stupid how did you build this empire being this stupid you've tried everything nothing has worked and now you're gleefully jumping on to say oh look it shows he doesn't care about his supporters he's just doing that you have no credibility left do you realize how important credibility is right now if you have a global pandemic, we have to trust what people say. And you are destroying all trust with the administration. You're destroying all trust of anybody in the media because you're making it all about politics. All right. People are like, oh, well, uh, the Democrats are trying to hype this just to take down the economy. And I can understand that viewpoint. It is a serious thing. So it's I don't think it's that they're hyping it to take down the economy, but no, they're trying to but, take down Donald Trump. Right, but pl- a couple of I don't think they're hyping it though. I mean, no. it is a legitimately serious yeah, thing. It is. It it's is. not just fake. No. Um however, after a couple of whiskeys on Friday night, journalists together absolutely are looking at this as the positive uh, outcome. Oh yeah. Uh, look, there's this. Oh, yeah. This could be really bad, but at least Trump would be hurt by it. Is not a, isn't an uh, no. non-standard. And you thing know what? Said it probably would sadly. be said by us. You know, on on our side, by m- some members of the press as well. If the roles were reversed, we just don't want to be those people on either side. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So I just got the uh, I just got the new Hustler lawnmower and. Oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Do you like mowing your lawn at all, Stu? I like when it's mowed. You like when it's mowed. Yeah, I like it when it's mowed too, especially in the summer months. I like when it's mowed. Mm -hmm. But there is something about, like I love, you know, when I'm on the farm, just, you know, grading the dirt roads or plowing the fields. There is something just zen-like 
uh, doing that. So I love it. The zero turn. This hustler is I mean, these guys, they're the ones who really started the whole zero turn thing. They've been doing it since, you know, I was born. Um, So they mastered it. They used to make only just big commercial grade stuff that just would last forever and ever and ever. And then they decided, why don't we just make smaller versions of this that last forever and ever and ever for people's houses? It's the best lawnmower by far I've ever even seen. I love this. It's Hustler Turf. Check it out right now. Go to HustlerTurf.com. Enter my promo code BECK and you're going to get all kinds of uh, extra deals. It's HustlerTurf.com. Promo code BECK. Go to BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code GLEN. You save 10 bucks off your subscription. The promo code is GLEN at BlazeTV.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So glad that you've tuned us in today. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, if you missed any part of the day's show, please listen to it on podcast. This is especially if you're a long-term listener, you've been through it with 2008 and and uh, all of the trouble that we've had. If you were watching me on Fox and you heard my predictions of what's to come, um, we are now entering those days. And I'm going to remind you over the next few days of some of the things we've talked about um i feel i've always felt uh a press from i'm sorry to get all religious on you uh, uh, but i have always felt impressed by the warnings in ezekiel those who have a view over the horizon over the wall and they can see trouble coming if you warn uh then the people what the people choose to do is their own issue if you don't warn God's got a problem with you Uh, as somebody who has a footprint in this country of about 50 million people a month. uh, That is terrifying to me. That's a lot of blood on my hands. uh, If I don't warn, I am, I have warned you of things. The times are coming. I'm not going to continue to warn you about the things because there's new things coming over the horizon and new things that we have to do. And one of the things that I have to do is make sure that everyone understands this is not the black plague, but don't dismiss this because it is going to cause hardship. Um, in something I am going to be relentlessly mocked for, but I know it is true. And I speak to those who have eyes and ears. Everyone else, mock all you want. We are doing restoring the covenant in Gettysburg. Whether that remains in place will be decided by whether this is a seasonal flu or not. If it's not a seasonal flu, we're not going to be gathering in big crowds until there is a vaccine. Um, but everything we are proceeding as though this is a seasonal flu. But I will tell you that this has been on my mind for a long time, and maybe I was late. I don't think so, but maybe I was late. Um, The covenant is something that has protected our country. It was made by the pilgrims when they first came here. It was made by George Washington. And then the last time it was made was with... uh, with uh, Abraham Lincoln in 1863. 
And the turnaround at Gettysburg was tremendous. He declared a, uh, a covenant that we had to make as individuals, not just as a country, as individuals. And we went from losing every battle to winning every battle. And it always plays out this way. And it hasn't been done. And we are so far off the mark. I want to read this, this proclamation that Lincoln made. And I'm going to post this today. And I would ask that you would take this to heart and you would do this. We're going to do this together on July 4th. But I would ask that you and your family meet and do this today. I'm just going to read two paragraphs from this proclamation. He said, Lincoln, 1863, whereas it is the duty of nations as well as of men to own their dependence upon the overruling power of God, to confess their sins and transgressions in humble sorrow, yet with assured hope that genuine repentance will lead to mercy and pardon and to recognize the sublime truth announced in his holy scriptures and proven by all history that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. We are so far away from just that paragraph. That's the opening paragraph. Wait until you hear the next one. Insomuch as we know that by his divine law, Nations, like individuals, are subjected to punishments and chastisements in this world. May we not justly fear that the awful calamity of civil war, I would just say the awful calamity that we are all facing, and it's not just coronavirus, it is this world that we have built on lies, which now desolates the land, may be but a punishment inflicted upon us for our presumptuous sins, to the needful end of our national reformation as a whole people. We've been the recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. Think of that line. Have we not been the recipients of the best men have ever seen in the history of all mankind? If you say, if you are asked, uh, you could be born at any time in any place. If you don't answer today in America, you're a fool. You're lying to yourself or you're living in self-imposed ignorance. We have been the recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. We have been preserved these many years in peace and prosperity. We have grown in numbers and wealth and power as no other nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our own hearts that all of these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom or virtue of our own. Intoxicated with our unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace. Too proud, too proud to pray to the God that made us. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power to confess our national sins. And to pray for clemency and forgiveness. 
I do not believe in punishments like so many people believe. God is always merciful. But just like I sit with my children and say, don't do that. It's going to hurt. Don't do that. Don't do that. This is what's going to happen if you do that. The most just system is one where there's not somebody saying, all right, I'm going to punish you now. The punishment is just built into your actions. When you stray away from truth and you start believing and propagating lies, it will come crashing down, not as some punishment bad, just because you are breaking the laws of nature. And I know people will say, oh, my gosh, Glenn Beck's called for the end of the world. Look, he says we're being punished by God. We are punishing ourselves. Let me just read what I just read. Just please listen to that. That's Abraham Lincoln. You going to bash me? Go ahead. All I did was read the words of Abraham Lincoln. It's not a coincidence that his name was Abraham Lincoln called for a day of of national humiliation, fasting, and prayer. I'm calling for the same. And it was to be July 4th in Gettysburg. But I feel compelled to tell you that we may do that on July 4th, whether we're, we're going to, whether we're together virtually or we're together in Gettysburg. I think we're going to be together in Gettysburg. But if we have to be there just virtually, we will be there virtually. And I ask all of your churches, I ask every, every person within the sound of my voice that believes in God and knows the blessings that we have received rain down upon us because this is a sacred land it's not us we're not that special it's been a covenant that we've made and we've broken it we've broken it and we have wasted it we have now mocked it we are in a frightening place should we choose to make it frightening We are in a place to where the world looks very unstable and we're going to see more unstable things. And you're going to witness things that you've not seen before. Things that you've like, I've never seen our country do that before. This is that time that we've talked about. There's no reason to worry about it. But there there is a reason To individually turn back to him and say, okay, what's out of order in my life? What's out of order in my family's life? And reappoint your cornerstones. Just shore them up. And then as a nation, rough waters are ahead. And quite honestly, I think evil is just unleashed. Lies and deception just everywhere. 
we're believing things as foolish as men can have periods. No. If we are that far gone, if we can't recognize that truth, how are we ever going to be able to recognize the subtle truths? I urge you, I will post this, I urge you to sit with your family. I urge you today to honor this proclamation from Abraham Lincoln. And I urge you to keep in all humility. I, I'm only asking you this because I truly feel as though I need it. We're heading in places and the world is a very confusing place. And I want to tell you the things that I'm supposed to tell you and nothing more. And it is a very difficult job when you take it seriously. I would ask that you, your family, your prayer circles, any, anyone is keeping me and this show and the information that we present to you in your prayers. Please pray for me to be humbled, but in a very, very nice way. I've asked for this before. God dishes this one out fast. I don't, I don't need that much humbling. I just need to make sure I am hearing what he wants me to share with you. And let the mocking begin. All right. Wayne, is a listener of ours, he lives in Kansas. He was a rugby player for 20 years. I didn't know they played rugby in Kansas, but apparently they do. And as people in his sport often do, he, uh, you know, he got pain in both his back and his kicking foot. It started out a little at first, gradually got worse and worse, more frequent. And then he thought, I'm just never going to feel good again. I know that feeling. And if you do too, listen up. Because that's when Wayne discovered Relief Factor. Literally within days of starting to take it, the back pain began to recede. Eventually, Wayne said it was gone. A week later, it started in the foot pain. Gone. These days, Wayne spends his energy playing with his grandkids. He has his life back, and so can you. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes the pain in our body, and 70% of the people who start taking Relief Factor go on to purchase more every month. Nineteen ninety-five. Try it for three weeks. If it's not working in three weeks, probably not going to work for you. Just try it, please. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. (laughs) Welcome to the program. We're just talking about... Yeah, we're just talking about this, this good advice versus the panic advice. For instance, you know... Uh, it's the dumbest thing in the world to go out and buy a whole bunch of toilet paper, but you should go out and buy toilet paper. Yeah, and, and part of the reason to buy toilet paper is because if everyone else buys all the toilet paper when you need it for normal reasons because you're out of toilet paper, it may be difficult to find. There's going to be plenty of toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> plenty of fine. toilet They'll make more. Uh, the problem also is, is if, if you know, this thing with uh, Italy where they've just said to half of the country, 
half of the population of it, uh, of Italy stay home. It's incredible. And you're not to drive across the country. You don't you know, leave in this area. You just stay where you are. That could happen here quickly. And it's mandatory there. It's not a suggestion. No, I know. It could it could happen. It's hard to imagine it happening in the United States of America. But it could. I mean, China is also a pretty hard thing to imagine that a socialist might have been the Democratic nominee. I know. For president of the United States. And he's relatively close still. Yeah. Although he's getting blown out in recent polls. It's like and it's not like Joe Biden's some moderate. I mean, this idea that he's in the moderate lane is uh, it's like it's its about the same as saying he's in the young lane because he's the youngest Democrat. running. <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, I guess it I, is like say it yeah. is. That's what people are saying. He's the youngest. He's the youngest man running for president of the United States for the Democrats. For the Democrats. And then Trump, the spry 70 year old or whatever yeah. he is. I mean, that's incredible. He's really young. But you're right. It's it is one of those things where, uh, you know, you have to look at this and say, the only time I can remember seeing this, and I think we discussed this last week, is in Boston during the Boston bombing. They basically said to everybody in Boston, stay inside. There's terrorists going around shooting people and blowing things up. And so people actually honored it. I remember thinking, there's no way. This is the United States. They're not, oh, yeah, they're not no. even going to honor it. They honored it. And it was, and I don't think it was a... It wasn't, we're going to arrest you. It wasn't, it wasn't martial law. It was more of a suggestion. Yeah. And people were like, yeah, I'd rather not get blown up or shot. So they stayed inside. Right. I think people will honor this. If they There's think it's going true, to be people like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. There are going to be those people. But most people will say, if I can work from home, I'm going to work from home. It's going to be, the problem is going to be when the effects start happening. Wait, I'm, I'm not supposed to go into work. I'm a part-time employee or I work hourly. How am I going to make it? That's where it's going to be a problem. That's where it's going to be a problem. We have our coronavirus update coming up in just a second. Listening to Glenn Beck. Our daily stats on the coronavirus, the update that you need uh, coming up in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck program. Okay, if you've been thinking about uh, selling your home or buying a new home or you have to, please consider going to realestateagentsitrust.com. You know, at least add this to your search for the right real estate agent. See if you find a difference. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a group of about a thousand agents that we have. I think we're up to maybe 1,500. They're vetted by, uh, by my team. They're monitored for their transactions. If there's a problem, we are all over them. They don't work for us, and this is a free service to you. What it is, is we try to find the right real estate agent in your area, the one with the best practices that actually goes the extra mile and has your values as well, can help you find the right house in the right neighborhood, the right school district, et cetera, et cetera, but also can sell your house for the most amount of money uh, and on time. I want you to please consider when you're looking for a real estate agent for either buying or selling realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, it's a free service to you. So we try to respond to you in the first hour. Uh, you know, you, most times it's like five minutes in, but please just reach out to realestateagentsitrust.com. You won't be disappointed. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Our daily Corona stats from Johns Hopkins as of 530 a.m. Central Time. Total confirmed cases now worldwide, 
up 110,617. That's a jump of over 10,000 people from Friday. Total confirmed deaths, 3,831. That is up from 3,400 since Friday. 62,000 patients have recovered from COVID-19 around the world. 109 countries now have confirmed cases. It was 94 on Friday. Four more have suspected cases. 13 confirmed cases are considered serious. This is really good news. It was hovering at about 19% are serious cases for a very, very long time. And serious case is requiring hospitalization. Um, and 4% of serious requires ICU. As of, as of today, that number, which was for a long time, 19 on Friday, down to 16%. Today, the number of confirmed cases that are serious is 13%. This is showing that as we find more and more cases, we realize, oh, there's a lot of people walking around with this that are not real serious. It's the only ones that we were finding were the ones that are like, I can't breathe. Confirmed cases now in the United States, uh, 27, with six more tracking suspected cases. Now, uh, 27, that includes the one from CPAC. CPAC, somebody went, apparently had coronavirus, didn't know that they had it. Uh, anybody who's gone there, I've heard from this weekend, are you, are you okay? Are you freaking out? Because I'm really, no, I'm not freaking out. Well, you know, uh, Ted Cruz self-quarantined. Well, he met with the guy. So did Paul Gozar. And then uh, so did Matt Schlapp. Well, I shook their hands while I was there. So do I have it? Now, more cases are going to be found, and this is a good thing. Italy now has closed down 16 provinces, including Milan and Venice. Travel in and out, as well as within the area, is only possible now in response to duly verified professional requirements, emergency situations, or for health reasons. So they have taken half the population of Italy and locked them in their houses or their neighborhoods and said, you're not leaving. If you need to leave, contact an authority. Do we get there? Places of worship remain open, provided that a safety distance of at least one meter is respected, but religious ceremonies, marriage, baptism, prohibited now until further notice in Italy. People with symptoms of respiratory disease and a fever of 101 Fahrenheit or above are strongly encouraged to stay home and limit social contact as much as possible, including with their doctor. They're telling the people in Italy now avoid all gatherings, if at all possible. All schools and universities are now closed in Italy. All museums and places of culture closed. All cultural, religious or festive events suspended. Movies, uh, bars, pubs, theaters, dance schools, game rooms, casinos, nightclubs and all other similar places are closed All sporting events and competitions are suspended. Ski resorts closed. Swimming pools, sports halls, thermal baths, cultural centers, gyms, wellness centers, all closed. 
bars and restaurants can remain open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., provided they respect a safety distance of at least one meter between customers. This provision concerns all other commercial activities. So how do you go into a restaurant? They slide it like on one of those pizza things, you know, you put the pizza in the oven. Is that how they slide your food to you now? Uh, there is a doctor that uh, authored the CDC's pandemic response strategy calls COVID-19 the most frightening thing he has ever seen. This is a guy that worked on Ebola, uh, MERS, and SARS. He said it is frightening because of the, comp- uh, the combination of infectiousness and the lethality that appears uh, to be many, many-fold higher than the flu. He said there were just three cases in Italy two weeks ago. There are now over 7,000. He said, I don't think it's a crazy analogy to compare this to World War II. The World Health Organization is using these kinds of terms. They've seen what this virus is capable of doing. Dr. Hatchett, who's author of this, uh, joined other epidemiologists in warning not to compare COVID-19 to the seasonal flu. He says it's at least two or three times more infectious and at least 10 times as deadly. He says there's no comparison. Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but they're now saying over in England that this guy is just trying to scare everybody. He scare you, Stu? No, I don't think so. No. no. Should I be scared? Nope. I don't think so. I mean, no. you know, look, we were... Go back to the CPAC thing you were talking about. We were both there, mm-hmm. right? You know, you Ted, spend more time there. T- yeah, Ted Cruz was was there. He's self quarantining. He hosts a podcast with Michael Knowles, who I had on the show in the same room with me for an hour, an hour. Uh, after right after they did the podcast live at CPAC with Ted Cruz. With Ted Cruz, um, you know, I, it is an interesting thing because I certainly understand why they're not telling us who the person is or people are who have it at CPAC because probably people would go to their house with torches. And I have no idea what would happen. Well, why? I, I don't they know. know. I don't know. They I didn't know. But I mean, I know it's they didn't do anything wrong. But I mean, there is some your your life is turned upside down, right? You're going to have media requests from everywhere. If they release this person's name, I certainly understand if I was that person and I'm not saying that I am. But if I was that person, I would want my identity to be kept quiet, if at all possible, because it would make my life a nightmare. That makes me think he is that person. I have an announcement coming up on Stu Does America tonight. <laughs> Tune in. I'll just say this. Not feeling well. Was that CPAC? <laughs> Hung out with Michael You haven't Knowles. been feeling well. That's true. You haven't been feeling well. I have well. not been feeling well. I haven't been feeling well. Pat hasn't been feeling well. Yes. None of us have COVID-19. I don't well, think. We don't think. We don't right. think. Now, don't it takes think. a couple of weeks for the uh, for you to get past the, mm-hmm. the, the time where it could, you could go without symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only been like 10 days or something like mm-hmm. that since we were at CPAC. But it is interesting that like, you know, Ted Cruz knows who this person is. And Ted Cruz knows, which is great for Ted. Thanks a lot, I did, did I interact with this person? I don't know. No, no one told me I did or did not. Well, I, I, interacted, I interacted as you did with people who did interact with him. Absolutely. So that is for sure. Right. Congratulations. So basically, yeah. I, and I keep looking at this as, you know, I've read enough about it. I've looked at this. I, I don't fear getting the it. disease itself. No. I kind of assume I will get it. And if I don't get it this year, as you pointed out, this is going to stick around. We're all going to get it. Right. The flu stuck around, right? The right. Spanish flu has stuck around. Yeah. 
It's just it's just, there's the problem is, is there's no vaccine where there's a vaccine right now, which helps old people, uh, you know, live through the average flu. So if you get it now, there's no vaccine. There appears to be some things that are working on it. Uh, yeah, some of the AIDS HIV medication. Yeah, some of the AIDS medicine is actually helping cure this. Uh, but you know it's we're all going to get this it's only a matter of time and we're not all going to die right if the flu did not have a vaccine and did not have four approved treatments for it the death rate would be a hell of a lot higher than 0.1 percent part of the reason why it is a 0.1 percent is because of the way we've reacted to it we've seen this happen as well with south korea who's been aggressive has a good health system has been aggressive trying to uh contain it is is reporting a 0.5 percent mortality rate as opposed to two and three in other parts of the world so let me give you a couple of other things here we're going to debunk the coronavirus myths for you in a second but i want to give you a couple of last stats that you need to keep in mind u.s case count expected to spike dramatically this week why because we are now starting large-scale testing all across the country in january doctors at the cdc decided to reject the WHO standards for coronavirus testing, noting that 30% false negative was found in China. Now, Donald Trump, see, he didn't do enough. They should have accepted it. It was a 30% false negative. And so the United States CDC, not directly getting a phone call, I'm sure, from the president saying, reject that. They looked at that and said, that's too high of a false negative and a false positive. So... No, we'll come up with our own. The tests produced by the CDC in early February were designed to test for SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, as well as SARS-CoV-1. Ugh. But they were faulty and had to be replaced because Donald Trump told them, I'm telling you, put carrots in that formula. Yep, he's a big carrot he's proponent. A big, yeah, yeah. big, big. He's, but that, you can't inject a carrot. He should have no, known he that. He should have known it's that. It's very difficult It's just to his do. incompetence yep. that makes it. <laughs> anyway, by today, more than 2.2 million new cast, uh, tests will have been sent out to the regional labs and the hospitals, according to the uh, U.S. Surgeon General. Large-scale testing is expected to dramatically increase the case count in the U.S. Right now, suspected 1,200 cases in 33 states. But we don't know when you see a huge spike this week. It's because we're testing now for the first time. I want to talk to you a little bit about FARS law. I didn't even know what FARS law was, but I knew of it. And all of us at some point knew what FARS law is. It was actually named after Dr. William Farr, 1840. And uh, there is a, a bell curve pattern to it. And almost all epidemics follow this pattern including a sharp increase in cases at the beginning of the cycle and then the peak, and then it comes down and returns to a baseline. This pattern exists because we modify our behavior so we don't get sick. And those who do get sick, they seek medical attention. China, which had its first cases in December, peaked in last January or early February and is now in decline of the spread phase because they modified their behavior, which is what we're doing. We are about 45 to 50 days behind where China sits. So we are still now at the early stage of the up of the bell curve. 
in 45 or 50 days, we will start seeing the down just like everybody else. It's not getting worse. It's just our turn now. And it indicates that our peak cases should be in April or early May and then decline through June and July. I'm still looking for an answer that I'm comfortable with on whether or not this is a a seasonal flu or not. We're not sure. Um, Normally, flus have a season. And when you get into hot weather, it starts to dissipate. Korea is expanding and and going through the roof well they found that singapore which is much warmer and more humid is actually not growing at the same rate so they think there's a possibility that this is a seasonal flu which would be a very big blessing to the world unfortunately not for australia and new zealand they already have cases which is odd um, if it is a seasonal flu, but uh, they're also closest to China. And so things would be getting worse on that hemisphere as things get better for us. And the world could catch its breath from this as we move towards a vaccine. All right. Some of the things that are absolutely not true that is going around. We expose those in one minute. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the latest innovation in shaving technology. Uh, in te- the technology, it is called Warp Speed three hundred thousand. It has three hundred thousand blades, uh, and they just they glide across your face. Actually, they have to shave your whole body because it's three thousand blades. No, you don't need all of that crap. All you really need. Okay, it's 25 blades and a built-in lighter. I mean, it's really great. So you can shave your face, smoke your cigar, and harvest a field of corn at the end of the season. It's great. Or maybe Shave Secret, which is a lot less expensive than anything else out there. Uh, Shave Secret is a proprietary blend of essential oils that dramatically reduces the nicks, the cuts, the ingrown hairs, all of the things, the shaving rash that I hate. You add three to five drops into a wet palm, you massage it into the skin, you're ready to shave. Yes, with that classic one blade. That's all you really need. Shave Secret. You can find it locally at HEB, Wegmans, grocery stores, also Walmart, available online at Amazon or shavesecret.com. By the way, if you go to shavesecret.com, you can use the promo code BECK and you'll get a 10% discount there. But buy it wherever you buy your your creams and your lotions and everything else for shaving. It's a little teeny bottle that'll last you forever. It's shavesecret.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. All right. The World Health Organization has uh, launched a new website about COVID-19 and the myths that are circulating. Can you think of one myth that you've heard so far that you're like, no, that's not true? Um, Have you heard the packaging bubbles? Packaging bubbles? No. Yes. You haven't heard that one? No. That's a good one. I love this one. Don't pop the little packaging you know peanut things mm-hmm. you know you every time you pop those oh, yeah. or those big bags that come with air on the right. side of don't that's all chinese air oh it's chinese air with chinese the, with the covid 19 yeah. inside oh yeah i didn't so even think when, of that when kids are popping those little you know bubbles you know that's it's releasing it everywhere everywhere never even thought everywhere. of that yeah not true not true sure N- neither is 
Hmm? Are you sure? I'm positive. Yeah. Uh, also, eating raw garlic. I haven't heard that one yet. The CDC says that one's going around. Nope. Doesn't doesn't uh, prevent it. What about eating bat soup? Uh, the, that well, that one is bad. That one is bad. That's real. Maybe we can now, go see, through I some thought of that these. I actually heard that was not proven to be true at all. And you had said it doesn't. It didn't. No, doesn't it's, seem no, like it's it not actually, what it caused. Co- it's not what caused this, but it does cause problems. So, I it mean, does, it's a bad idea for multiple reasons. Right, but and it, it can make other viruses that are not good for you if you don't season it right and that's why you always okay. make sure you use taking a really bath. hot bath does not prevent infection or kill coronavirus likewise cold and snow not cold enough to kill coronavirus it cannot be spread by mosquito bites hand dryers and hair dryers do not get hot enough to kill coronavirus Spraying your body with alcohol, bleach, or hand sanitizer will not kill coronavirus that's already inside of your body. And if I have to say don't drink bleach, maybe you should. Mm. By the way, I had heard that soap is actually better than like a Purell for this particular virus. So, you know, how they keep saying wash your hands and, mm-hmm. you know, you know every, everyone's making run on Purell. Soap and water actually better to stop the spread than Purell. Although I think Purell does some good as well. You don't need to go out and get lots of Purell for this. It's not, not really related. Uh, here's an, uh, here's two others. My, the last one is my favorite. Uh, regularly rinsing your nose with saline will not prevent coronavirus. Okay. Good safety tip. And this one has to be my favorite because you know, this started by a guy and we've all met this guy at some point or another hopefully you were never this guy but we've all met this guy having sex with someone who had covid19 and has recovered will not prevent you from getting the coronavirus thank god i mean geez i've already broken that one 12 15 times thank god i was thinking this was started by a guy who was like Look, you've already had it. I haven't had it. We need to have sex. It'll save my life. <laughs> the old chicken pox remedy? Yeah, the old, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's, if we just rub our bodies together, you know. That's thinking. For a while. It's, uh, yeah, none, of that is, none of that is uh, none of that is true. Um, we'll give you um, all of the details every day at this time. Uh, the latest of the coronavirus, the update, um, and any of the news that you need. Again, I want to share with you some of the things that you should be thinking of as a company, the kinds of things I'm thinking of as a company. Um, we will share that next. And that, that goes into uh, not just a company, but what are the basic things that you should have and you should be doing right now? I'll share those with you when we come back. now is the time to buy gold right now is the time to buy gold uh right now as you see the stock market start to go down you'll notice or start to go up 
um, sorry, sales of stocks starting to go up, you will see that um, the price of gold is going down slightly, but it's going down. How is that possible? Gold is always the rush, right? Except for the 20% of people who have over leveraged themselves and they bought their stocks on what's called margin. They have to sell something to pay for that margin of the loss. So they'll sell their gold. Right now is the time to buy gold uh, because it goes down right before it goes up in situations like this. Please call to uh, call Goldline and speak to a representative about your portfolio today. Right now, you got a 401k, you have IRA. What's it doing in the stock market today? Call them and just see if it's reasonable to move some of your money over to gold. But do it today. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Go to blazetv.com. Use promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off. Get the Glenn Beck program as well as Stu Does America. Five days a week. Only at blazetv.com. Promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Let me uh, let me give you some of the things that I think you need to know. We had one circuit breaker blow today on the stock market, but it looks like that has uh, been taken care of. That one circuit breaker uh, blew. What was it? Six minutes in to Something the like that, stock yeah. market. Mm-hmm. Um, if if the stock market goes down seven percent. It uh, it blows a circuit breaker. There are three circuit breakers. The first one blows at 7%. It takes a 15-minute pause to get everybody to calm down. Uh, then there's a second circuit breaker, which if it goes down 13%, it blows uh, this for the second time in the day. And if it goes down 20%, it blows. For the whole day. So the then, whole day. then the whole day's over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it did not hit the 13. It's been down. It was up. Uh, it was down over 2,000 points, though. I mean, the, the biggest drop in history was 1,190 points, which you may remember from February 27th of this year. Um, the, it was almost... It's hard to compare because the the stock market, you had to look at percentages. Yeah, percentages is the more accurate way to look at it. Yeah. But still, it almost hit double the biggest drop in history today. Uh, it, it is backed off of that now. But I mean, the biggest, two of the biggest point increases have happened over the past couple of weeks as well. So this is pretty standard fare. This happened in 2008 as well when you had this shakeup where you have the big ups are combined with the big downs. Nothing close to 1987 work. I mean, keep picture this. The stock market dropped by 23 points in a day. 23 points in a day. I mean, I, I, of course, you know, I mean, it was a huge news story and Mm -hmm. people remember it, but can you imagine that happening today? No, freak out. Everybody would freak out. But, but. Wall Street wasn't as connected to Main Street back then. Yeah. You know, it was it was slightly different. It was still a big deal, but it wasn't. And I'll get into that here in a second. Let me just say this on on stocks, Um, whether you should ride out the storm now or or not, this is completely up to you. I told you a couple of weeks ago, uh, I sold my stocks a couple of weeks ago, and then I found out that my wife did not sell the stocks because... uh, she thought that that was not a good idea. So I wrote to her this morning. I said, I hope that's a good idea. 
and are you still married now? Uh, is that, yeah. or is that, have you had any, we, or any, any interesting still, letters? Yeah, from, we're still, we're still married. From attorneys that have come in since no, that email? Not, I, no, not, no, so not. I want to so make sure well. I understand what you were doing. That you're mm. taunting your wife for potentially a giant financial mistake. I just want to make sure I, I get no, what you've I'm attempted just, there. I just, what I was the attempting there. The maneuver is an, is an yeah, interesting one yeah. as a husband. Well, it was uh, just a, you know, just a, you know, we're dealing with a lot of decisions right now that are being made. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and so I just, I'd like to make them, you know, together as we move forward. And uh, anyway, so we're, so, so now the question is, mm. uh, do you stay in or not? Do you stay in or not? Um, I think the answer relies on this. How old are you? My wife is younger. I'm older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would that. like to I've see the pictures. <laughs> so I would like to, you know, I'd like in 10 years to be able to go. I don't, I don't want to work anymore. I don't want, I have, you know, I just don't want to do anything anymore. And so I'm more apt to take the money out mm-hmm. because I don't want to have to wait another five years or 10 years to make that all back up. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, my wife, who's like, I'm 23. What do I care? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, so so it depends on how old you are. If you need the money short term, get it out. If you are not, the best thing to do is to stay in. It took in 2009, it took the market 16 months to recover. We lost 50% in that global financial crisis. Wow. 50%. It took 16 months. 16 months. The rest of the world did not come back. We did. Stocks crashed from 1929 to 1932. One after another, after another, after another. Just took a beating. Uh, just, to, just to break even uh, and, and to start getting into new highs, it didn't happen until 1942. So it was over 10 years uh, that people had lost. But if you're looking and relying on dollars in the short term, I hope you're out and and sit on the sidelines. If you're not, if you're not looking in the short term, the average return of of the stock market over is over 28 percent in any given 10 year period. So if you don't need your money in the 10 years, know that at any given point you just drop a you know you just drop a dart on a calendar and any given 10 year period stocks have been up 28%. So just stay in unless you need it right away. Yeah, this one doesn't I mean, where the the global financial crisis seemed much more like a a foundational systemic issue. This is really a but this urgent <laughs> issue right. that could it could uh, snowball into that type of issue. So would you say that's, that's accurate? Yes. And that's the problem. The banks have already, if they are over leveraged, then what are they going to do? And we know that they've been going through the back door of the fed to get money to float them overnight. And they've been doing it now for about eight months. And that's not happened before, except in 2008. So what is really going on? We don't know. What we're about to see, I think, things that we have not seen since FDR. George Bush, we know, was like, I'm not going to be Hubert, uh, Herbert Hoover. I'm going to be FDR. He acted, bailouts, everything else. Donald Trump is 
that kind of guy. He believes in the bailouts and, and everything else. Um, and I think in this particular case, because it's an act of God, as long as it's not just for the big guys, uh, it might be worth having some sort of like tax haven where no taxes for the next year uh, or something like that. Uh, I don't want bailouts, but let me just give you let me just give you a hint of what I think may be coming uh, your way. Look for massive, massive government spending and huge actions by the Fed. And I think in the next few days, here's why the government has to stabilize the equity market. It has to stabilize stock stocks and bonds. We're no longer a country that has an economy based on making things. We're not a country based on farming. We're not a commodities-based economy. We are a financial economy. It's our largest industry um, in the, the U.S. market is, is the financial market. That's number one. It's one out of every five tax dollars. It is 68% of the money sitting in retirement accounts and pensions. It is 12% of all U.S. jobs. It's the U.S. financial sector. The market cap as a whole is 154% of GDP at $31 trillion. Agriculture, just so you know, the farmers, the farmers, the farmers. Financial, the market cap is $31 trillion. Farming, less than one trillion. The government cannot afford to let the stocks fall, and not just for political reasons, but for financial ones. The U.S. government now backs pensions, which have more than 50% of their assets invested in U.S. stocks. So if your pension goes under, the government's got to print that money. 50% of everybody's pension is in the stock market. U.S. governments now back the banks. They have over 40% of their assets invested in stocks, covering margin loans invested in stocks. 20% of all tax dollars come from the financial sector of the economy. So we are going to see the Fed, I think, and the, the government and the administration throw everything they have at propping up the stock market, which will happen soon. And I think you're going to start to see things like free loans, uh, government nationalizing investment banks, God forbid, folding them into the Fed, helicopter money for small businesses and consumers, maybe a year with no taxes due, probably businesses first, then capital gains, and then finally personal income taxes, perhaps. But we won't have seen anything like this since 1932. That's what's, that's what's coming our way. Now, there are people that are going to try to take advantage of this. There are um, people that took advantage of us over the weekend and the, the where it really started was Russia. I want to give you what happened this weekend with Russia and Saudi Arabia, how that short term is really good for you, how long term it's not. But Saudi Arabia became so aggressive. It's a it's a war between Putin and Saudi Arabia right now. And as crazy as Putin is, uh, don't go to war with a, a group of people that behead people or put people in blenders. Uh, I mean, Putin has his match 
in the new uh, Saudi prince. <laughs> or uh, just get randomly every other month seems to just capture and kidnap multiple family members yeah. and take all their, their wealth. Which they did again this weekend. Yeah. There is something really, really Bizarre. dangerous going on between Russia and Saudis. It's going to be good for you in the short term. We hope that it only lasts short term. I'll explain it to you coming up in just a second. Given the choice between the easy way and the hard way, most people will always always go for the easy way that's why given the choice any day of the week uh, i'd rather sit than jog uh, unfortunately that uh, catches up to you in the end this is the same thing with the cyber world we have cyber crime and it's easier to take what somebody else has than work for it yourself and unsecured public wi-fi if you're using unsecured public wi-fi you're in trouble even if it's password protected, you are vulnerable to this. This is why you need Norton 360 in your life. I had the basic Norton 360, and I was up at CPAC, and some things happened, um, and uh, I upgraded to the ultimate package of Norton 360 just because you need to secure your life, and it is worth every dime. Norton, with Norton 360, you get a VPN to help uh, block the hackers from stealing personal information and companies from tracking your online services. Bank-grade encryption, real-time security for your devices, safe cam to block people from taking over your webcam without you knowing. It can't provide all cybercrime, but this is the toolbox that you need. It has everything in it. New Norton 360, an integrated solution to help protect all of your devices. Save up to 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck for 50% off now. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the program. Really glad that uh, you are here today. There's a couple of things I want you to think about. And we'll talk about this more tomorrow. I want you to think about trip wires, trip wires for your family, for your business, you know, everything. What are the trip wires? And what, here's what I mean by that. Um, for instance, I run the Mercury Studios here and, and we have the Blaze and, and these shows and every, all these different shows that record here at the studios. And so... Today, I'm thinking, what are the tripwires? And um, one of the tripwires is if anybody has autoimmune, real autoimmune problems, uh, we have some people that have been on chemo, so their immune system is, is uh, suppressed. Uh, we have somebody else on another medication that suppresses their immune system. They should not come in anymore, not for the safety of others, but for the safety of them. So if you are... If you are on an autoimmune suppressant, or I mean, an, if you have an autoimmune disorder, or if you're an immune uh, system depressant or chemo or something, your doctor has probably already said this, but stay away. Don't go to work. Work from home if you can. Don't be in crowds, etc. That's the first tripwire. The people who are, you know, most uh, vulnerable. Vulnerable. Mm-hmm. The next one is: Can you work from home? Do you are you essential or can you work from home? Can you do all of your stuff from home? If you can, you should. Then you get into all right. Now we're going to have to start making some real choices. Uh, and every business should do this. You should see just where you are on the food chain. 
You know what I mean? Uh, for instance, here at this studio, if our talent gets sick, there is no show. If our tech people get sick, there is no show because talent needs tech and tech needs talent. You know what I mean? So what are we going to do to protect that infrastructure? All the way down to uh, when you have critical infrastructure, who is absolutely required to be there? And can you work like firemen? Can you stay in shifts so it's one one person or a couple of people that are there and they're there for a week and then another shift comes in and they're there for a week. And I mean, sleep, eat, everything there. I mean, that's a cataclysmic uh, situation. That's when you start to get cities that are saying everybody should stay home. Yeah, that's when you start. That's tripwire. I mean, these are extreme tripwires, but you have to understand that. Soon, I believe, in parts of the country, hopefully not all of the country, but in parts of the country, you may be told you're not going anywhere. Just like Italy, half of Italy was told you're not getting into your car. You're not driving anywhere. You're not going anybody's house or anything. Where you are is where you are. So if you're not where you want to be right now, you should get to where you want to be because that could happen quickly one other thing this is short-term good news when energy is cheap america does really well energy is really cheap in fact uh, oil prices now are 28 dollars a barrel that is cataclysmic for west texas texas in general because of all of our oil you can't make money at 28 dollars a barrel um russia i think has to have I, I think to cover their expenses and run their country, it has to be 80, but to cover just the getting it out and, and refining it to some degree and putting it into a barrel is I think 30 or $40 a barrel. What happened was the crown prince of Saudi Arabia called OPEC and OPEC plus nations together over the weekend on Friday. And Russia said, no, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not going to play uh, games uh, with you. So Saudi Arabia went into a scorched earth policy and they ordered Saudi oil production to maximum output. And they are trying to crush Russia right now. Russia is trying to crush us and we're kind of sitting in the crossfire. But there is an economic war going on right now. More tomorrow. Program.